you know that an estimated $13.5 trillion in assets are indexed or benchmarked to the S&P 500 Composite Index, including $5.4 trillion in index assets? Hi, I'm Larry Mendrink, Certified Financial Planner, Accredited Investment Fiduciary, and Founder of Park Lake Advisors. I'd like to welcome you to another edition of 5-Minute Finance. The S&P 500 is ubiquitous. We see it on the news, read it about it in the newspapers, and very likely see some of our own investment performance compared against it. For an index that represents approximately 80% of the value of the U.S. equity market, it may be worthwhile to gain a better understanding of how it works. The index, as we know it today, was introduced in 1957 and is maintained by the Standard & Poor's Index Committee. Contrary to popular belief, it's not comprised of the 500 largest companies in America, but it is a collection of large cap stocks representing a broad range of market sectors, including technology, energy, healthcare, and consumer staples, among others. There are a number of criteria that a company must meet to be considered for inclusion in the index. Some of these criteria include the following it must be a U.S. company have an unadjusted market capitalization of $14.6 billion or more, and have 50% of its stock available to the public, and have four consecutive quarters of positive earnings. Another common misconception is that the index is a static one. In fact, companies will be removed from time to time for reasons that include violation of one or more of the criteria used for adding companies, or because of a merger, acquisition, or significant restructuring, which includes bankruptcy. The turnover in the index's constituent companies was 3.6% in 2020, which is the most recent data available. According to one projection, the average tenure of companies in the index is expected to fall to 15 to 20 years this decade, as compared to the 30 or 35-year average tenure in the late 70s. When changes are made to the index, many mutual funds and exchange-traded funds that seek to replicate the index may have to sell stocks that are being removed and conversely buy the stocks that are being added in order to track the index. That's it for our quick hit on the anatomy of the index. Keep in mind that amounts of mutual funds and ETFs are subject to fluctuation in value as well as market risk. Shares, when redeemed, may be worth more or less than their original costs. If you have questions, don't hesitate to reach out via email at info at parklakeadvisors.com or phone 517-887-9905. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube, and popular podcast platforms worldwide for more quick financial bites. Until next time, happy learning. Discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. Diversification and asset allocation strategies do not assure profit or protect against loss. Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research Incorporated, a registered broker-dealer, member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor. 